This is the MDRT Podcast. Every advisor knows the significance of the introductory meeting with the client. During a recent conversation at MDRT headquarters, Kobus Klein from South Africa. Roy Hall from the Gold Coast, Queensland in Australia. Li Ruchen from San Francisco Bay Area, California. And Scott Patrick from Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. We're asked, what is the first thing you say to clients? I basically do a short introductory of my value proposition, what I offer, what I have. After I've spent maybe 50 seconds to one minute, I then open it to the client and I would tell you, please just tell me about your life, your history, how have you worked with advisors before? What have you found that doesn't work for you with advisors? Tell me about your family and then tell me about your needs. Tell me about where you see yourself going. I think my biggest bit nowadays with clients is education. To educate them because they don't know what they don't know. And when they come in, one of the first things I do in the first first minute is saying, what are you looking to achieve from today's meeting? But I also, at the end of my meeting, I confirm what they had said to me and verify, did we cover off that to your level of understanding? So you've got that consistency with the whole process of the meeting. The third thing I do is I back it up with my file note and I actually send them out my file note for their records of our meeting and if there's anything that I've not written down correctly or that needs to be modified or changed, I ask them to do that. And especially like I think we heard today, I'll then say the next appointment is for us to then continue through to your full financial plan proposal that we're preparing for you. So so again, you're lining up that client to not only get away from the objections because everything that you talked about is what they wanted to know about, you then educated them on what you do for a living then you then reconfirm that, and if there is any objections, you're gonna get that from them when you send out the file note for them to say, hey, you missed this or this, or I didn't understand this correctly, or you know what, we're on two different pages here, and you can either move on or move together into the next appointment. So one of the objections there is getting it front of mind with with what you've just done with that particular meeting you've already had. Is that something you guys use as a tool? Scott, I, I set the stage a lot at my introductory meetings. And by setting the stage, one of the examples I use that I work, that I find work very well, in, and I don't know what you would call it here, but the stage between what a doctor is and what a specialist is. So I really try to focus that the doctor's the GP, and the GP does, he sees you, he diagnoses you, and he gives you some medication, and next year you're back with the same problem. Specialists, I refer to cardiovascular specialists. I said, the day you're gonna lie on that hospital table, you're going to not ask me questions. You're not going to tell me what to do. You're going to trust instinctively that I've been educated and I've got experience and the knowledge to save your life. I then bring it back to the markets as an example. I say, when 2008 crash happens or when 2016 happens, are you going to trust me? And by setting that stage, you're already setting the goalposts about objectives and getting the no's and the yes. So a lot of the awareness, the education that you're talking about is definitely about setting the stage at the introductory meeting. So when they come in my office, I, have a, I take a yellow pad and I ask open-ended questions. But more importantly, I don't have an agenda. I want it to be their agenda because then I'm going to find out what they need. And as I told you last night, and I'll say again, the things that happened in that back office of mine and the things that people tell me amaze me. So because we become more than just financial planners or life insurance agents or whatever you want to call us. So 
a lot of people will go in and they'll have this planned, you know, I got to ask this question, this question, this question, this question. And I think you leave, you, the magic is lost by doing that because no two people are alike. No two, a painter, not two paint, people who paint don't do it all exactly alike. So do you go in with a plan like questions or do you go off the hip or? or Roy, um, to answer your question and to add on um, onto Roy. Bottom line is it's about financial planning, but it's not my plan. What we tend to do, we enforce, especially when we're young and we're starting up because we want to make the sale, we want to make the commission. We enforce our ideas, our plan. The bottom line, if you do real financial planning, you're not selling a product, you're doing a financial planning where simply you're getting input and it will lead to output. Then the client will see the plan holistically. And what I don't believe we should be doing is going into the bells and whistles of every plan. We spend too much time on detail, and graphs and specifications instead of simply putting a holistic plan because what did the client want to see you're the cardiovascular specialist i'm going to lie on that table i'm not going to die you're going to save me and that goes through the perfect storm of market crashes it goes through empathy if there's a death claim a critical illness claim and therefore when i set the stage i set the stage for the next 50 years or 20 years or 15 years it's not about getting the objective over the first meeting. The interesting thing is, and then you, you can go, is a commonality between all of us is it's not about us, it's about them. Yeah. And as long as you make it about them, the rest takes care of itself. The minute you make it about you, it's over. Right. I think the best financial advisor was not created overnight. And it requires the learning the top, the sales in the strategies or tips. So normally, um, the first one, I think, they get you your prospect attention and their interest, your topic, and also adding the values. And then limit yourself to like three briefly reasons why you're the plan the best. And then give the three, the essential benefits your this product give your client, what's the advantage, what's the benefit, give the true story. And then, and the closing, and never see well, what do you think? Or we can see, well, does this plan provide the protection you need it? Or if you can't afford it, I can show you the limited benefit plan. So give them three choice. They will come one. Thanks for listening to this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on iTunes at MDRT Podcast. See you next time.